This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass in Westport, Connecticut. If you'd like more information while listening to today's show, give us a call 800-339-9252 or visit us at our website compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll down to the radio section of the page to check out past shows and subscribe to the show on iTunes, uh, Google Play, and Spotify. Now today, we're talking about some of the financial challenges that are unique to women when considering retirement. One of the sources from today is from an article uh, in nextavenue.com called What Could Help Women Facing Financial Challenges for Retirement? It's from a February 2019 article. In the article, the writer Carrie Hannon looks recent recommendations from the February 6, 2019 U.S. Senate hearing chaired by Maine Republican Susan Collins and a briefing from the Washington, D.C.-based nonprofit Women's Institute for a Secure Retirement, or the acronym WISER. <laughs> Say now, that w- five times fast. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I love when things are backronymed like that, yeah. WISER. But anyway, we'll examine those sources, add some additional information as well. But before we get into that, I really want to bring on uh, my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how's it going today? Well, how's it going? I'm here, right? I'm excited. Well, and it must be going great. It, You're with me. Exactly. We're, we're together once again. And I'm excited about this one. That sounds interesting. A Senate hearing. We're going to get into that um, (laughs) as long as you don't put me to sleep with it. Well, it's possible. You know, I will try and make it a little bit better than recapturing on C-SPAN. But, (laughs) you know, it was they they were they were captured on video. It's available on aging.senate.gov. If uh, it's under the hearings tab, it's entitled financial security and retirement innovations and best practices to promote savings. So yeah, if you're having trouble sleeping, good one to watch. Well, yeah, that's an interesting nugget there. I had no idea that Senate hearings were available in full video online. I'll have to remember that <laughs> the next time I have trouble sleeping. Yeah, it's, it's, it's um, you know, like some of our shows. They're, they are the <laughs> like cure for insomnia. Now, come on. <laughs> I'm These are super uh, exciting. They're barn burners. And here's a fair warning for this one, though. The full hearing is almost two hours long. Now, luckily, the article and our research picked out some of the key points for today's shows. For today's show, rather, there are many financial challenges that women must overcome to achieve financial security and retirement. And not the least of which is the rising cost of health care and the reality of persistent economic factors that impact financial security. Okay, so give us an example then of a chronic economic factor that can impact women. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, during the Senate hearing, Linda Stone, who is a, a Women's Institute for Secure Retirement, a wiser fellow, uh, and also a volunteer member of the Society Actuaries Committee on Post-Retirement Needs and Risks, uh, she told the senators, and I'll quote this one, women face greater longevity, re- longevity risk than men due to their longer lives and the resulting need for more income. And Social Security reports that 
On average, women have nine years with zero earnings, and women's careers average 29 years compared to 39 years for men. And that's the end quote there. Nine years with no earnings and fewer working years overall can have a huge impact on your Social Security benefits. And that's a prime example of one of those chronic economic factors you asked about. Well, yeah, I can see how working fewer years would be a huge challenge to overcome. Yeah, and it's not, it's, that's not the only challenge that Stone mentioned in her testimony by far. She testified that women are twice as likely to work on a part-time basis, resulting in lower wages. Uh, women are also more likely to work in industries that offer limited retirement savings plans or really that offer no retirement plan at all. Uh, these factors combine to often leave women with less than both Social Security benefits and retirement savings. Right. Uh, so generally, women have less retirement income to work with then. Exactly. Now, she did point out that women statistically also live longer, meaning they have more expenses to cover over time. So it's really a double whammy. You have a smaller amount of savings to start with, and then you have more years of expenses to cover. So further, and again, then she cites that many women, they choose to leave the workforce earlier than expected, often without the knowledge or of the ramifications of that choice. Now that said, uh, I, before we get into some of the solutions or strategies, if this is already hitting home, reach out to us. You can you can call us 800-339-9252 or you can uh, go online to compass-ltd.com and you can make a really easy start in the top left-hand part of the page. There's this thing called the color of money risk analysis. You click that button. It's 11 question self-assessment tool. Fill that out and then schedule a no cost, no obligation, complimentary consultation with us. And if you're not going to work with us, find a trusted advisor you can do that can help you address these issues. It's it's it, it, it's one of those very important things to do to take that first step. If you don't take that first step, you'll take no step. And this is a journey, and that journey's always going to start with that first step. Yeah, that's huge. It's a big first step, and I'm glad you're there for our listeners. What's that phone number once again they can get a hold of you? It's 800-339-9252. All right. And as a reminder, listeners, you're listening to The Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. And today we're talking about some of these retirement uh, challenges, the financial challenges that are unique to women. And one of your sources is um, an article from next-avenue.com, what could help women facing financial challenges for retirement. And uh, that Senate uh, hearing, and uh, that you mentioned uh, the author was a, a fellow and an actuary. Um, that, I bet she's fun at parties. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, always, I, I love the actuaries, uh, great people. Uh, <laughs> but uh, bef <laughs> before that, uh, you were talking about, you suggested we were going to move on to uh, some solutions and, and strategies to overcome these challenges. Um, right. Uh, what yeah. about that? Okay. So um, during her Senate testimony, Linda Stone, she had three suggestions to help women achieve financial security in retirement. And I think these are all pretty darn good and, and spot on. The first suggestion, study ways to offer retirement protection to women who spent significant time as caregivers. For instance, look at the possibility of providing social security credits for the time that they were caregivers and didn't have those earning years. Now, the second suggestion, encourage employers to offer retirement plans and make it easy for them to do so. Right now, there's so many hoops, there's so much, and, and, and probably rightfully so in some ways, you know, the RISA rules, but it is, it is not an easy thing to create or administer 
some of those plans. So the way that, you know, to offer them and make it easier for them to do that. And then lastly, let part-time and temporary workers participate in those employee-sponsored retirement plans. Now, I think these are all, you know, good, good spot-on ideas. Yeah, and those are ideas for employers to make it better for uh, women in the workplace. And they all seem like good common sense suggestions to me. True. And I think I think they're in a way pretty excellent, but they may take so, quite some time to implement. Now, some listeners can't afford to wait for institutional changes like we're talking about here. So, hey, if you, if you want to make a difference, contact your representatives and tell them these are things you want to see. I, I don't want to get really political here. It doesn't matter who you're who you're person is, what side you're on. These are all things that can help anyone in retirement, especially women who, as we're talking here, quite often get the short end of the stick when it comes to this. So uh, contact some people and try and make a difference. But let's right now, let's look at some of the things women can do today to address some of the social security issues and maximize employer offered retirement plans and even some alternative options for part time or or these self-employed individuals. Wow. Well, I I think this is interesting. Now, uh, it seems great. Where do we start with that? Well, let's start with Stone's first suggestion, which addressed Social Security. So during the Senate hearing, there was a lot of testimony about the future of Social Security. Changes like Stone suggested, as well as the viability of the system, they were widely discussed. Now, let's, though, focus right now on the present. One thing at Compass we recommend all our clients, male or female, is the Social Security Maximization Report. Okay, that report, we've talked about that on the show before. But just briefly, go over, what does that cover? It's like you never listen, Tony. I know. I just, well, it's no. a refresher, it's a refresher for myself and I'm, our listeners. No. How about that? Most, impo- most importantly, the listeners. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. No, I, I just wanted to get one jab in before, oh, yeah. you know, you, you usually get the first oh, one. Oh, I've I heard to get the- No, that's... <laughs> that's sure. So the, the Social Security Maximization Report, it's really informative report. It covers uh, some of the, uh, it covers your, what what is your Social Security benefit amount going to be? When's the best time to start taking your Social Security benefit? Are there different options if you're married or divorced? Does does earning additional income while you're on Social Security impact the value of your lifetime benefit? Uh, also, what's the real cost of paying taxes on your Social Security benefit? It's really important to keep in mind that for even the most financially literate person, planning for retirement can be challenging. The days of relying almost solely on your pension and social security benefit to meet your income needs during retirement, they pretty much appear to be gone. In today's economic climate, there's a lot of low interest rates. There's the volatility that's you know steeper sometimes more than ever. Planning for retirement can be more difficult and it's therefore even more important than ever. So knowing the answers to these questions is just one part of a larger financial strategy and that maximization report's a great way to get that done. All right. Well, that sounds like a great report, but how do our listeners get it? Well, they can go right to our website and request it on the strategy assessments uh, and the generational vault. It's a great way. You start with that color of money risk analysis. That'll give you a score and that'll give you access to all sorts of strategy assessments that you can do on there. And then you can we can get that report made right for you. And again, really simple, schedule a time. We'll go over the results, talk about them and the next steps you should take to make sure you know it does what you need to do. All right. Well, Social Security, obviously, uh, you've talked about this before, but the timing of filing for Social Security is huge. Does that impact women? Yeah, timing might be one of the most important factors in how you do this. Now, Stone testified during the hearing that many women choose to retire at the same time as their older partners. 
Now, this means they might file for Social Security at the wrong time. So that's where information contained in this report is really valuable. It can provide context to the possible consequences when they do file early or if they do file early. All right. I think that makes a big difference, and that's helpful advice. Obviously, we want to make sure we get as much of our Social Security money as possible. Uh, Timing is huge, uh, obviously. So really quick, once again, for our listeners, why don't you let them know uh, what your website is and what number to call to get that Social Security maximization report? Okay, you can go to compass-ltd.com, and you start with that self-assessment the camera, color of money, risk analysis, and it's in the top left-hand corner of the page when you land there. Um, or you can call the office, 800-339-9252. Those are the easiest ways. And then the re- that report is customized for each individual, so it'll have the answers to your particular situation. It's not just a generic report. There is some generic information in there, but all those things we were talking about are in there for your specific situation. All right, sounds great. Now, Today, you've been talking to us about some of the financial challenges that women face in retirement. And uh, again, you've mentioned some things from the article uh, written by Carrie Hannon. Um, And another challenge I'm sure that women face out there uh, is the lack of wealth accumulation, right? Does that come into play? Yeah, yeah, it it really it's it's a big issue actually. There was there was a blog from the Center uh, for Retirement Research at Boston College, BC. Women earn eighty cents for every dollar a man earns. Now, now you know there's you'll hear people arguing this a million different ways on on YouTube and online and stuff. But the 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 more important thing, as especially as a planner and and helping people with retirement income issues, is the disparity between male and female net worth. That's even larger. Now, the blog referenced a report from the Asset Funders Network. It was entitled On Shaky Ground, and it's available on their website, assetfunders.org. And the, the r- relatively shocking part of this one, women's net worth is $0.32 cents to man's $1. Wow. Yeah, that's not good. That's a huge gap. Yeah, that's that's way to me. There's a lot of factors you can knock out in the uh, income gap, but in a, in the net worth gap, that's worrisome. This is why it's so essential for women to maximize any opportunity they have to accumulate more wealth. There's one area that's often overlooked, and that's the employer match in a 401k. Uh, sometimes it's just because the way people have set up their spending habits or their saving habits or who pays for what out of a check. Um, or if you're just single and you're trying to make it, but listen, while it may be difficult to have more money taken out of your paycheck, you should strongly consider adjusting your withholding percentage so that you take full advantage at the very least of the company match. If you can afford to do so. Well, as you've pointed out before, not maxing out your employer matches, like leaving money on the table, right? It is. It is. You you wouldn't turn down a bonus or a pay increase, but when you fail to contribute enough to maximize your employer match, you're essentially doing that absolutely, you know, very the, the very thing. Think of it this way: if your employer offers a match, even if it's not that much, it's still money that you are otherwise missing out on, and any little bit could have a pretty significant effect on your overall savings in retirement. So, if you're able to do so again, we highly recommend you at least contribute enough to your 401k to hit the match. If you don't know if you're able to do so, sit down and talk to an actual financial services professional. I recommend a CFP, someone who will help you with all aspects, somebody that's got a fiduciary responsibility, but not just like an insurance person, not just a broker. Sit down with someone who's actually going to help you create a financial plan that has both savings and spending plans in place. Hey, I know a guy who fits that description. 
<laughs> yeah, Matthew. that's about the only th- that's the only thing I fit these days. <laughs> Matthew Brunner. All right. Well, are there other options to address uh, these potential income shortfalls then? There are. You know, earlier we mentioned that women often leave the workforce to care for family or raise children, and this leaves them with less Social Security later on in life. So one tool to combat this lag in income is, it's a relatively simple concept, Spousal Individual Retirement Account, or IRA. So according to Investopedia.com, here's a simple definition, a spousal IRA, strategy that allows a working spouse to contribute to an IRA for their non-working spouse. It's not a joint account, it's an individual account set up in the name of the spouse. Wow, okay. So a spousal IRA then seems like a positive backup plan for those non-working years, right? Yeah, and spousal IRAs would have the same options as a traditional IRA. They can be set up at institutions such as a brokerage firm, uh, banks, credit unions, even savings and loans associations. Uh, I, I I always want to kind of caution people. It, there's a lot of things you can do at your banks, your credit unions, your savings and loans associations. Make sure when you do set them up, it's it's working in, in conjunction with that plan you've set up. Because there's a lot of people there. If you notice, some of your banks, you go in and there's new people behind the counter a lot. Those people do not kind of have a lifelong obligation to your financial plan. So make sure yeah. you're not taking advice from a temporary employee sitting behind a sales desk at one of those places. Um, but I just wanted to throw that out there real quick. Make sure it's working in conjunction with your plan. Now, you could set up a spousal IRA as either a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA. And again, that's probably something you should check with your advisor about. Spousal IRAs are also subject to the same contributions as traditional or Roth IRAs as well. Um, So another thing to keep in mind with a spousal IRA is that the working spouse must have an income that's equal or greater to the uh, total IRA contributions made on each spouse's behalf. Sure. So, yeah. So, I mean, you can't have a lower number than that and be put, put putting that money away. Yeah. So just thing to keep in mind there. Sure. Well, as usual, our time has flown by and we need to wrap up this week's show. Is there any additional insights you'd like to share with us before we go? Uh, visit the website. There's a bunch of great information on there. There's a ton of strategy assessments you can take advantage of. All of them are, are complimentary, first of all, and they're all made for each person's individual circumstances. There's Each one is customized for each person that goes in there. Uh, and the easiest way to start, top left-hand button on the webpage, compass-ltd.com, or just give us a call, 800-339-9252. Get some of these st- strategy assessments done, and then sit down. There's a no cost, no obligation initial consultation when we meet with people. And we'll sit down, we'll talk about what these reports mean and the steps you need to do to take put those together for your financial plan and make sure that each one of these steps is leading you closer and closer to that journey you need to make for that retirement of your dreams. All right. Sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matthew Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 
or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.